1: Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Before I continue sharing these positive psychology and reframing techniques, I really want to do a sidestep and talk about the concept of spiritual bypassing. Because there is a very subtle but very important distinction between reframing our experience with reality and actually reframing reality. So we no longer have to learn about or experience any of the negative parts of it, which, of course, as we know, is incredibly toxic and dangerous, as a culture, let alone as an individual. And according to Wikipedia, the premise of spiritual bypassing is a tendency for us to use spiritual ideas and practices to sidestep or avoid facing unresolved emotional issues, psychological wounds, or unfinished developmental tasks. And spiritual bypassing does make sense as a preservation coping mechanism, especially if you, like me, were raised in a household of sweeping shit under the rug being vulnerable in a hostile environment is nearly impossible. So again, it does make sense if it's something we tend towards, but it does not excuse it from being a very maladaptive and toxic coping mechanism that we need to unlearn. Obviously, spiritual bypassing in particular is a way of hiding behind our spirituality or our spiritual practices, whatever those may be. Of course, when it comes to avoiding things that we deem difficult, we can do that in a variety of ways. And I don't know if it's the former teacher in me, but I feel like it's impossible to bring up spiritual bypassing without bringing up my sweet, sweet home state of Florida and their erasure of critical race theory, which is just a code name for history and reality. And as we all know, by erasing what's in history books, it's not only incredibly dangerous to the future generations, but it's also lying to your children which is the opposite of preparing them for the harsh reality that the world is harsh. And we have a pretty toxic history, but we don't have to keep reliving it if we're conscious of where we came from so that we can adapt and make progress in every step of the way. But today I'm focusing on the act and the art of spiritual bypassing and some ways to catch ourselves if we find ourselves in that habit. Typically, a spiritual bypasser is very avoidant of confrontation, which means they avoid feelings of anger at all costs. Spiritual bypassers often believe their own spiritual superiority is enough of an identity that they can hide their insecurities behind it, believing that traumatic events must serve as a learning experience or, like I said yesterday, everything happens for a reason because some shit just sucks. Like I mentioned yesterday, when it comes down to real grief, we can't just everything happens for a reason silver lining our way out of those feelings. Feelings of real grief are important to healing and they're important to catharsis and growth and just being able to be a person. And that means we're going to have to sit in the shit sometimes. And that also means we're going to have to let people we love sit in the shit too. I have absolutely been guilty of feeling so uncomfortable with my own feelings around grief that I don't allow people to process their personal experience in an appropriate amount of time and it feels sometimes like I'm leaving them behind or I'm not giving them a chance to come with me or even meet me halfway because I'm so uncomfortable with my own feelings. So when I get into those moments, I have recognized not to project those onto others and to either separate myself until I'm able to meet them halfway or where they are or where they seem to need rather than where I need to feel comfortable. And I try not to prioritize my own feeling of weirdness over their real valid feelings of grief or whatever they're experiencing. Some other ways of spiritual bypassing can come from extremely high idealism and expecting the best out of our meditation and prayer, or just the underlying belief that meditation and prayer always has to be a positive experience. This is actually a big reason why I adore the show Shrinking so much, is because they talk about grief in a way that isn't weird or projecty, like grief can often be but it's realistic about our need for catharsis. And one of the ways that they practice processing grief is by giving themselves 15 minutes per day to listen to the saddest possible songs that they can and just bawl and sob and shriek and grieve however they need to process. And boy, oh boy, do I love that process for a million reasons, but I also think it's a really important one to program in for the types of us who struggle with feeling emotions and don't cry for two years and brag about it. And no judgment if you are that person or no and love somebody that is that person. It's a very common thing for us to try to attain to be is feelingless, but I'll tell you right now, that's not healthy for you or anyone around you vulnerability and feeling the full range of emotions so we can really relate to one another is a huge part of community. And of course, this is not the only way that spiritual bypassing shows up in our lives. Whether we're feeling way too detached from everything, or we're so focused on our spiritual practices that we're ignoring the reality of the present, or just genuinely believing the assumption that we can quote-unquote overcome having emotions. I talk about reframing all the time because it's a really powerful practice when our thoughts skew negative. But that does not mean we're trying to erase every negative thought we've ever had or will ever have. Responding reasonably to things in real time is totally to be expected, but there are ways to buffer the experiences that we have by practicing our mindfulness and our consciousness by staying present in these experiences. So when the bad shit hits, it doesn't hit so hard. And we're not overlooking the good shit as a way to repress and deny the reality that not everything is perfect all the time, even though we would freaking love it to be. But by glossing over the real problems in our lives and pretending they don't exist, it's not a way to solve anything or grow. And I just feel like it's super important for me to remind us of that all the time, especially when I'm talking about reframing negative thoughts, because I do have a tendency to go too deep in the paint sometimes whenever I am reframing. And I assume since I have so many friends here, y'all probably do too, or at least some of us do. Anyway, I love y'all so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie.
0: Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much.